The con- controversy of para- Paralympics. Paralympics, yeah. I, the only reason I ask is because if you'd watched the same YouTube video in the last week, you would definitely know what I was talking about. I didn't know anything about it until I watched the, this video. But. The only thing that comes to mind is Johnny Knoxville's movie, The Ringer. No. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Another episode of the Bros and Brews podcast. Uh, we're bringing you here uh, week six of the weekly brew, uh, recording this or bringing it to you at least on the fifth of August. And uh, we're here. We're here again. We're 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 loving this new format that we're presenting to you guys with our, our weekly brew that leads into brewlet and our conversation over over a drink is always nice. And it is always nice to be in your company, James. Uh, week on and week on. And uh, here we are. Here we are in August. It's really weird. Before we quickly go into brulette, I just got to say it's it's uh, uh, the, just the thought of being in August is is very strange. This year has gone fast, and I know we say this every year because we do, but it, this year once again has felt like it's gone very fast. And I maybe that's in complete contrast to obviously what last year was. It was a bit of a drag for some people that actually went quite well you know it all it all hit everyone very different but we're in august 2021 it's it's weird it's weird yeah uh i think it's gone fast but i also feel quite tired from this year i don't know if that's just like the end of winter but i feel like maybe it's just a lot of personal development this year but Mm. Mm. i think the combination of it feeling like it's gone fast and being busy has contributed to why I feel quite busy and mm-hmm. exhausted at the moment. You know, if yep. the year was going slow and you were tired, it would be a bit, a bit different. But um, but we'll yeah. catch up. We'll good catch point. up. We no, no, can't no, jump, jump the gun. No, of you know? course. Oh, it was people just expect a, little... a certain kind of a format. Yeah, but, you know, I was just how dare I talk about my feelings? <laughs> you know, shut up about that. <laughs> Uh, yes, okay, we go straight into brulette, and uh, as uh, most of you probably already know how this works, we select a beer, uh, and, and the getting the opportunity of trying to get that same beer, and in doing so, one of you win a prize pack, uh, which we will talk about later. Anyway, we'll lead into it. First off, we're going to name the type of beer that we have selected today. Uh, on the count of three, one, two, three, NZ Sour. IPA. Yeah, you like your sours at the moment, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I just wanted something refreshing. It's nah, been a very, very sort of tiring, busy day, and I've just—I was <laughs> like, you know what? I actually, just kind of feel like a a water. <laughs> yeah, nice. I I so get that feeling. Okay, so well. I, I I picked uh, I picked the car up after successfully getting it to off. One of the reasons why today <laughs> has been busy and tiring. So big claps to that. Um, and drove that that baby straight to the supermarket, and I stood in front of the the beer aisle and I thought what is the closest thing to a juice and that's why I've ended up with a sour and nice. it's a and which uh, one a peach and mango sour ale from a company I've never heard of well I, I won't say that North End Brewery have we done a North End Brewery North before? can you show me the can please just I can. for me obviously it's in, not for the it's audience. in Waikanae Ooh, I have not seen this before I know neither have I and I th- it was sort of sitting by itself on the on the shelf you know it wasn't surrounded by um 
by you know any comrades mm. of North mm. End, which is part of the reason why I chose it, but also because peach and mango was just sort of the fruitiness I was looking after. Uh, but yeah, it's a sour. And what, nice. are you, what have you got on your nice. side of things? Uh, today I have uh, Cassells, or Cat Castles, I believe. And it's uh, the New Zealand. Uh, it's a New Zealand IPA. It's called the Nectarin. Uh, lovely, just uh, four hundred and forty mil can uh, black. Um, I've had it chilling in the freezer actually, so it's very cold. Um, but yeah, this one's going to be a big drink. It's two point seven standard. So good yeah. lord. Yeah, it's a well, big. You need to a, ration that across. I, across I will. The next I will. while. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, anyway, cheers to you, sir. Mm-hmm bit of foam yep bit of foam in my eye that's okay <laughs> struggle on <laughs> cheers yeah really got myself good there um first Ooh. impressions it's a sour and i'm going to enjoy it <laughs> mm. Mm. um yeah mine is uh very hoppy it's very hoppy and and it does say that on the back uh it's it says it says hops and malts numerous times reading it uh briefly um yeah it's nice it's yeah it's definitely on the a complete opposite spectrum of what the sour and what your palate is experiencing right now um but it's good i think it'll be a nice drink throughout something a bit different than i've had uh lately mm. away from your hazies yeah how are you going with your limited supermarket section do you know today was the first time i looked at the selection at schaefer's and I went, actually, we've taken quite a lot of these off. Like, I've, <laughs> I've had, we've, between the two of us, we've had quite a lot of these. And I've drunk quite a few of them outside of the show. Same, so same. making slow progress. Yeah. You know, yeah the so, field yeah. is getting smaller. Yeah, I had I had a very difficult decision uh, when I went to the supermarket t- today, earlier on. I went in there and I was like, yeah, you, 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 yes, you, you. And I was looking at the other ones and I was like, oh, they're not like far enough away from what we've done recently. So I do have a few more options, but I am going to see if I can get myself to another supermarket uh, at some point to maybe stock up on a few, potentially. Like, like it. I yeah. like it. Yeah, tactical, tactical approaches. Well, we'll see how we feel at the uh, the end of the episode in regards to where these uh, these two brews fit into the the spectrum. But let's catch up, man. How have you been? How's things? The Olympic season continues to ride. Uh, Lisa Carrington just won her third gold just before mm-hmm. we started recording. Yep. Um, other than Olympic se- well, including Olympic season, but other than that, what's what's been new in your life over over the last week? How are you? Yeah, really well, thank you, bro. Really well. Uh, yeah, Olympics has been involved uh, throughout, which I'll probably get into a little bit more later on, um, as a part of what I, what I, what am I watching? It's uh, it is a lot of Olympics, um, but no, look, I've had some uh, really nice personal things happen in my life uh, in the past week. Um, uh, some some listeners or maybe not may have noticed how uh yeah very well i have been over the past couple of weeks and giddy and very secretive about a few things in my personal life and that's because i was holding things really close to my chest and seeing where it was going and and things and i'm happy to announce um that i am in a i'm in a relationship i have uh i've met someone uh who i am very fond of uh her name is morgan and uh yeah we've we've started this new endeavor together and and being partnered in a exactly what i said a relationship (laughs) which is really nice um we went away over the weekend uh she booked this massive 
kind of romantic getaway for the both of us. We went down south towards the Waikato to a thermal spa and and then an Airbnb out towards Raglan, dinner in Raglan, breakfast in Hamilton in the morning, went to the Hamilton Garden. So it was very odd being back in the Waikato and I did give her a little bit of tongue in cheek about taking me back to a place I never wanted to go again. Um, but we made some new memories uh, down those ways, which was actually really nice and able to like go through the countrysides and be like, yeah, I've been there, man, I haven't been here since I was a kid, which is really cool. Um, and yeah, it's just been, been really nice. It's really nice. Um, it, uh, it, it's, they always creep up on you, right? It's always when you least expect it. And it's not like I was, I was looking for it necessarily at this point in my life, but with everything going on and, and how we kind of built, um, a communication and start of this relationship, it was like, yeah, sweet. Let's just keep going with this. So, um, that's where we were both at. Very fond of each other. Very, uh, very swoon feel very swooned off my feet um and one other thing just to top off how i'm feeling angel is back in the apartment everyone she's back and i'm so happy honestly she she came back yesterday and we had our first night i got my morning cuddles this morning i woke up and she was in my arms uh and it was it was very cute so feeling good life is life is feeling complete (laughs) well not complete i've got plenty plenty of life left in me but I'm feeling good. Thank you, bro. Beautiful, man. Just before I touch on the first part of the news, um, sort of ironically, I just accidentally kicked my cat who gets less <laughs> of a mention on this podcast because he lives with mum and dad. Um, but yeah, just had a little sip of my beer and extended my toes and felt the soft, squishy uh, <laughs> chest area of a cat and a sort of disgruntled uh, moaning. Wow. So that's, yeah, literally that. I don't know if it'll pick up on the, on the recording. Um, yeah, so happy for you, man. Obviously, uh, I haven't been completely blindsided by by said, said news. This I've, is true. I've this been allowed true. certain amounts of information, but hey, here to here to celebrate finding people that we that we care about, new people. Uh, I haven't had the the privilege of of meeting Morgan. Morgan, if you're listening, pressure's on, big time. <laughs> no, nah, I'm I'm kidding. But looking forward to coming to Auckland in a couple of weekends' time yes, and. Yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, spending some time with with both of you. There was sort of whispers of a fried chicken festival. Mm, mm-hmm. Much to look forward to. But yeah, glad that you you had a really nice weekend. And despite all tongue in cheek about the Waikato, it must be nice to just get out of <laughs> get out of Auckland for a yeah. bit. And yeah, and you know how how good's a holiday of, oh, of any totally. kinds of things. Oh, exactly. Especially when I was the one getting treated to it, which was yeah, which was very nice, very mm. nice. You know, nice to see mm. you know, the Wahine mm. stepping up their game. Nice, mm. I like it. Mm. Yeah, pressure's on you, bro. Now you got you got <laughs> yeah, to sort some stuff out. Exactly. No, but it's really nice to see you in such a. Well, as I say, over the last last few weeks, you've you've certainly been carrying the the podcast a little bit. I've been crawling and. <laughs> And gripping my way through busyness of, of all manner of, of stress, of rain and other things uh, going on. And today I was 40 minutes late to this. So uh, I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you shouldering the uh, the podcast uh, and really dragging me through these, these winter months. Oh, hey, I'd rather, uh, there was no, there's no one else I'd rather drag, bro. So you're, you're good there. You're good on that Probably front. a good thing that you had a little, you know, thermal experience so you could uh look after that that sore back of yours from uh carrying from the show carrying, for the last yeah exactly of it is yeah true it is feeling better it is feeling better. <laughs> i can see my eyes in the small facebook video <laughs> chat and they are basically closed 
That's right. We've only got, you know, another 90 minutes to get through. It'll be fine. Um, no, Easy. but really happy to, to hear that, bro. And, and Thanks, I'm sure, I'm sure our audience will be because, you know, we all will you know, love a bit of happiness and joy and relationships and, and all that sort of good stuff. So cheers, cheers to you and cheers, cheers to Morgan as well. Cheers. Thanks. Thank you, everyone. Mm-hmm. <sighs> man, that sigh really tells me everything on how you're feeling, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just, it's just been, been a day. It's been a week. I feel, I feel like I've had some really great relaxing days in and amongst the episodes but for some reason the thursdays have just always been busy over the last couple mm, of months and mm. today was just one of those days the car was booked in to get a waff uh friends but under the weather at the moment so i took it in when i wasn't meant to so i took it in and then had to go up to uni to do a couple of these meetings and then had to collect the car and all sorts of other stuff going on and um yeah and, and i've got to say like over the last week there have been some times where olympic uh, events have been on at really inconvenient moments. And the thing about the Olympics is it's not really the same if you don't watch it live. Like if you find out what yeah, happened, I agree. watching a replay isn't really yeah. the same. So mm. yeah, definitely been guilty of trying to sort of jam in some Olympic stuff where perhaps there hasn't been, hasn't been time for it. But, but I know that next, this time next week, they'll all be done and not on for four years. So in, in some amount, I know you've got to make the most of it while it's, while it's happening, but definitely rare to have such a ongoing event that you sort of want to tune into uh, all the time not that that is yeah. necessarily specifically responsible for my current state but it's definitely a contributing factor um yeah just good old-fashioned tired nice. uh, but, but yeah ha- happy to be here and happy to catch up and speaking of the olympics not really a, a story time as per but I would say one of the most interesting things that I came across this week, and I thought, oh, that's really interesting to bring up on the show, um, is I was watching some uh, YouTube highlights of events that didn't include New Zealanders, which really hard to find. The media limitations of Olympic coverage is a lot stricter than I realised. Like if you mm-hmm. don't have, if you don't have the rights to publish highlights, your stuff's getting taken down ASAP. Wow! So it's really hard to find bootleg videos of like say the 100 meter final yep, or yep. the 400 meter hurdles events that haven't involved new zealanders because sky mm-hmm. sport posts them on youtube but other stuff is really difficult to find and so in all that youtube searching i came across uh this video that was talking about the 2000 paralympics and the great conspiracy well maybe conspiracy is not the right word but the great fraud of the 2000 paralympics ever heard of what i'm potentially referring to no controversy of Paralympics Paralympics yeah the only reason I ask is because if you'd watched the same YouTube video in the last week you would definitely know what I was talking about I didn't know anything about it until I watched this video the only thing that comes to mind is Johnny Knoxville's movie The Ringer no but I don't know if that was (laughs) I don't uh, don't know if maybe partially informed by the events of this but yeah I watched this video about the 2000 Paralympics uh, where the Spanish basketball team uh, won gold at the Paralympics, uh, and it was a complete sham. Ten of the twelve uh, members of the Spanish basketball team had fraudulently entered mm. as disabled, mm. and they weren't disabled. Um, <laughs> I think this specific basketball tournament was uh, for players who were defined as being intellectually disabled, so mm-hmm. versus say wheelchair basketball. Um, 
But yes, Spain won gold and they had entered 10 people that uh, had no intellectual disability at at all. And the video was was talking about why it had happened in Spain and and it was a lot you know it was a lot deeper than just bad people doing bad things you know they went into the fact that you know to get funding for these kinds of institutions you need to have success so you know does the means justify the mm. end mm. uh in that you know you cheated in one event so that the spanish federation uh of supporting you know disabled sports people could get funding to continue to do good work for people that were disabled not that that was where the conclusion got to but trying to understand why someone would do something that at the outset seems yeah. like so morally wrong but just a crazy story about how these uh, they'd recruited ten athletes and how they sort of forged the. I think they were saying you had to sit an IQ test and the threshold is seventy five. So how you cheat on an IQ test, but make sure you don't get something so low that mm-hmm. you sort of you know if you got a zero that would spark questions and did they ever sit the tests or or were the forms just sort of forged anyway and the twist in the tale and it's incredible i can't believe no one's ever made a film about this so budding filmmakers out there here's your here's your inspiration um it turned out that one of the 10 uh non-intellectually disabled players was actually a mole who for two years had been investigating corruption within those sorts of federations and just by chance he was someone that got shoulder tapped to to play basketball and that's one of the reasons why it came out but another reason why it came out is the photos of the spanish basketball team was obviously on newspapers in 2000 and people noticed people that they knew that they knew weren't disabled so from then i think it was nine years where uh the relevant sporting bodies disbanded paralympic events based around intellectual disabilities because they just went how can we possibly police this in the same way that there is uh, you know there are doping structures in place for the paralympics you know for disabled people uh, just as able to be affected by performance enhancing drugs but in 2000 after the event and after it came out they went how can we possibly stay on track of this Mm. uh i think since 2009 it has been been re-established but yeah, with all this Olympic f- fever, I kind of went down this Alice in Wonderland rabbit hole about the Paralympics and this great fraud of the Spanish basketball team. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. That's crazy. What a story. Like, yeah. what a- and the fact that one of the 10 people was a mole. And, a mole? Uh, yeah, just <laughs> just, just so, so crazy. And I think it just goes to show how dramatic sports at the highest international level yep. can be. You know, yep. There is such drama in them, and that is why we are so, you know, people that are interested in watching the Olympics are so drawn to the coverage because it is so dramatic. Um, yeah, that was my sort of, I don't know, my story time, maybe even my, my what are you watching share of the week. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I thought it was, it was something that struck me that I thought you'd be interested to hear about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. I, to be honest, I, I think I had heard about that before, but I wasn't really uh, aware on the specifics of it. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's a crazy thing. Um, it's a, yeah, I, I mean, we've mentioned this before in our sports topic and, and stuff, but it is amazing the lengths of efforts that people are willing to go through to, uh, 
to cheat and be on top and and be seen as as the best in the world and things like that it is it is crazy when it, you know the olympics is built around fairness to the highest regards um it's been quite amazing watching the olympics and like they've really really like a lot more technical and reviews and there's a lot more like uh, jury reviews now and things like that as well so the opportunity to actually look back and compare and be like does is, does this pointing you know represent this lift compared to this lift and and it's just a lot more technical just to make sure that it is fair in every regard and in, in, in every sense so um yeah it has been really cool learning more intricacies of certain elements of um sporting events that I wasn't aware of and that that's the thing I love is that I I am learning things through watching the Olympics mm. um it was a lot easier when it was just you know ancient olympians running from one line to another yeah you didn't, <laughs> reviews not quite needed um in the same way as some of the technicalities uh now um but i do have a question for you and yes. it is i thought this week you know are we going to do another olympics based question or do we move on but i'm i'm also aware that as i said from next week onwards uh you know the olympics will be sort of almost out of sight out of mind for another four years so three years three i guess yeah um and so i thought no we can justify another olympic sort of themed question um and this question more comes down to the viewing side of things last week was all about uh participation and where we thought we might sit if we were to, to be olympic athletes or, or you know if if we could just partic- participate in the olympic games where would our our bodies and minds be drawn mm. um this this week's more about spectating and so, as we said, the uh, is it 2032 Olympics has been awarded to Brisbane? To, uh, yes, yes. Brisbane. And next year, well, next Olympic cycle, it's in Paris. Uh, and I was speaking to some, some people at the, the pub on Saturday as we watched the uh, the men's tennis win, win their bronze. The bronze and we were floating the idea of you know, going to Paris in, in four years. And I asked the question, well, how, you know, how do you get to see certain events? And it's kind of balloted. So... Yeah, you write down the events that you're interested in, and you don't necessarily get them, but you kind of get events mm. packaged uh, together. And I was thinking about, you know, how that would affect your Olympic experience. Would you be disappointed to get certain events? And you know, it's all very well to say, oh, well, we'll get wrapped up in Olympic fever, but some of the events are much better sporting uh spectator sports than other sports yeah and so it leads me to my question about where does the olympics sit on your bucket list of sporting events uh in terms of you know if i could give you unlimited money and ability to travel and abilities to secure tickets to uh sporting events you know be it a world cup of a sport or uh you know super bowl type thing or america's cup if you've never seen f1 before the the olympics uh maybe the just seeing darts in the uk because that has a crazy <laughs> atmosphere from from what i've heard yeah uh some sort of super heavyweight fight in vegas what is on your bucket list of of sporting events what is i don't want to put a top three or a top five but what are some events that you would really like to go and see at some point uh in your lifetime yeah that's a great question um uh, the olympics is on there for sure for for sure i'd I'd love to head to the olympics uh at some point um i mean the good thing is is that you know these events are, are always going on and will always happen 
even through COVID times, as we are now witnessing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm in no rush, obviously, but I would love to put the Olympics on the list. Um, last year, when I was going to Europe, um, I actually went into a ballot to um, go to um, a Euro game. Um, oh, yeah. One of, yeah, one of the Euros, and it was uh, Portugal and... Uh, ooh, who was it? I think it was Portugal, France, I believe, in um, Budapest. And we put in our ballot for that. We didn't actually get the tickets, but we were going to Budapest anyway and just going outside the stadium and going to the the fan zone kind of thing. Um, but obviously that fell through. So yeah, I'd still love to head to the Euros. Um, and probably... Uh, hmm, I'd like to go to like a Rugby World Cup that's like, yeah, not in New Zealand, I think. If it was set in another, another country. Um... Hmm. Is there another? Is there anything crazy that I'd like to go to? I I've always like I'd love to go to like an athletics world championship as well because I think that's where I, if I was going to do the Olympics, that's where I'd want to sit most days. It's just in the in the track and field and things. So I mean, I'm well aware that they have their like world champ events and things on other years that aren't the Olympics. Um, and yeah, I'd love to go to one of those sometime as well, but yeah, I don't, it's a, it's a, it's a good, it's a good question. I haven't, I guess it is something I've really like thought of, um, massively as a, in a bucket list, apart from the Olympics and probably a rugby world cup. That's not in New Zealand because that's Mm. easy. It's a, it's a question that's more layered than it sounds because some of, some sporting events are better viewed on a TV you know yeah. than in person yeah. and that's True. something that i'm coming to terms with like dad has always been big on he doesn't actually go to watch rugby that much because he likes to sit at home with the tv view and just have the the comforts of being in his own house and mm. to some extent i really agree with that now uh not that i would never go to see live rugby but it used to be such a oh you gotta go live type thing um and in a similar fashion some events are based around new zealand participation Whereas some aren't like I'm more mm. interested in going to a football world cup. If the all whites are there and a massive underdogs, then yeah. I am going to a rugby world cup to see the all blacks play in yeah, Europe. True. Um, I think my interest in New Zealand sports is going when we are underdogs. Mm. Um, I think I have a lot of interest in ran- Well, I don't want to say random sports, but sports that I don't have a strong affiliation with like, I'd love to go to an NBA finals. Uh, I mean, I, I support an NBA team, but I, it wouldn't matter to me who was playing. I think the atmosphere yeah. of that, that in, inside space, mm-hmm. that's probably my gold standard. Uh, similarly, like tennis is not a sport that I follow that often, but I know the sort of center court Australian open final or Wimbledon final, because you're so close to the action and it's such a clear sense of who's winning and who's losing, it's a really good spectator affair. Whereas something like the America's Cup or even to an extent, you know, say if we were to go and watch the rowing at the Olympics, you're somewhere stationary on a single mm, point mm. of a lateral event. Yeah. That's why the Tour de France, you know, you <laughs> yeah, go and park pick a up corner. somewhere and you, yeah, pick a <laughs> corner. Um, yeah, I think going to an American sports event, uh, American football would be really cool. Yeah, I'd love but to with, go to a Super Bowl. With those events, I would want to be disassociated from the team. 
Yeah, like, I don't know if sense. I ever told you about yeah. the time that I went and saw Chelsea play at Stamford Bridge, the uh, Premier League team that I support, and really didn't enjoy it because the atmosphere was uh, so hostile. Because I mean, because uh, it was an football. away game. No, it was at home. Oh, it was at um, home. Yeah, yeah, it was at Stamford Bridge, uh, Chelsea's home mm, stadium. Mm, but mm, mm. English football was taken so seriously, and it was a game that Chelsea really needed to win. I don't want to be at a sporting event where if the team loses, it's a bad time. Yeah. So, you know, being in America, I want to just be there to take in other people's passion (laughs) for their teams or appreciating the sport. Whereas if I'm there to sport New Zealand, something like the Olympics or uh, the All Whites, if they make another World Cup, that would be something where I'm like, we're not expected to do anything. (laughs) I'm just there for the underdog uh, experience. And the Olympics, of course. I think... I think the fact that we've been drawn in over the last couple of weeks really shows that we could go and watch probably any event and get sucked into the narratives of them. But yeah, I would say an American final series, uh, Football World Cup, especially if New Zealand was there, uh, Olympics, and then probably probably the tennis. But that would be a, I'm only interested in going to the final, the semi-final type thing. <laughs> I'm not that interested in just going to the Australian Open to see Paul play and not have a ticket to the finals, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Um, I think another one I just thought of is like, I mean, obviously it's encompassed in the Olympics. And not that I play a lot of snow sports, but even the Winter Olympics, yeah. I think would be great to experience. Just because, I don't know, like the Winter Olympics to me just seems so much more like majestical. But, you know, I guess it's the snow, the wonderland kind of, you know, aspect and feeling and look of it, especially. Um, yeah, I've always enjoyed the Winter Olympics when it comes up. I don't have a big passion in in doing any, uh, you know, winter events or anything like that myself, even in, in when I was younger in my good old sporting days. Um, but yeah, I think I'd love to be in that kind of atmosphere. I don't know, just being cold and being, a, you know, in that kind of vibe, I think would be cool to experience as well. I could get around a bit of curling. That's a great oh, spectator bro. sport. I love me curling. I love me some curling. It's so good. <laughs> they just need to get the thing nearest to the thing. To the you know, thing. spectating, very, very uh, easy. Yeah. Um, and I well, love cleaning you, as well. I love sweeping. I love sweeping as well. Yeah, yeah. me too. I, I pick sweeping over vacuuming every day of the week. <laughs> I find sweeping satisfactory and vacuuming frustrating. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thank you for sharing your your sort of table of interest because it was something that just came to me this afternoon mm. as I was thinking about you know Paris in three years time and Brisbane 2032 mm. and I was mm. thinking you know these things cost a lot of money and you sort of have to decide uh, where you actually want to invest a lot of time long term because you have to book for these things years in advance and money yeah. and I was just pondering you know where does the Olympics actually sit on my uh, radar and also what how important is the host city True. You know, if you have always wanted to go to Paris and the Olympics are there, is that a positive or is it a negative because you actually just want to experience Paris in its own right and think of the amount of other tourists that would be there specifically for the Olympics? Like, is that a pro or is that or is that a con? It was all just stuff bouncing around my oh, head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, like, that to take, for instance, obviously, like Tokyo in itself now, not that they can be spectators, you know, at the event. Um, but 
you know, even even that, it hasn't done very well for Tokyo in itself in the sense of COVID and everything that's going on. Tokyo is not doing well. So it's weird to see the kind of contrast of, yeah, the, you know, is it all worth it in the end? And for many people, it will be. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, only time will tell. I think there's, what, five days left in the games? Mm. Um, people have already left, started coming home, all of that. Um, it's uh, it's weird. It's it, 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 it's weird it happening this year. Every like it, it's funny hearing the commentators start. They're really stumbling over like twenty twenty one now. I've hear more commentators and people talking about twenty twenty one and things, and they find themselves being like twenty twenty, like the whole slip up kind of. Um, but yeah, man, uh, you think we're tired and, watching it? They must be tired <laughs> commentating it. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, well, I mean, look to stay on the, to stay on the topic of 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 what are you watching in the Olympics and everything like that. We know that last week we talked about how well we had done as a nation and for New Zealand and look this week has been nothing less uh some really standout performances from some of our athletes um look I'm just going to start listing off some some names just for their recognition because we love them and we recognize them um but first up the bronzes we've had some bronzes this week first uh women's shot put Valerie Adams hits bronze and she said herself that that is Getting this bronze means so much more to her than winning the gold because five years ago she got bronze. Uh, oh, was it? Yeah, it was bronze five years ago. But she has she has had two children in the past five years, and to come back to the Olympics and win a bronze, she said that is the best uh, thing that she's she's ever accomplished in her sporting career. So massive, just big ups for Valerie Adams. Shot put's a big event for me as well, one of my favourites. So it was really cool to see. Um, men's heavyweight boxing, David Nikia with the bronze. He didn't actually have to play a bout. That was the interesting thing I found about the boxing, is that he didn't have to play a final bout because um, the if you compete in a semi-final, if you lose that semi-final, you automatically get a bronze. So two people get bronze medals, and that's because if anyone gets knocked out or anything like that, they don't have to compete again, which makes sense in my head when I heard about it. I was like, yeah, that's that's right. Um, the as you said before, the uh, tennis men's doubles they got their bronze. Uh, men's trampolining, uh, Schmidt got bronze, and that's our first trampolining medal uh, in our Olympics history, which is I think was amazing. I, I managed to watch that live, which was wow, really that, oh, cool. I'm jealous of that. That's yeah. that's one of the events that I really would have liked to have seen live. I was stoked to watch the tennis when that yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the trampolining that was unreal. Yeah, it was sick. It was so cool. So I was so stoked for him. Um, the only silver to come out of this week um, is sailing forty nine er, which is Peter Burling, Blair Chuk. Um, there are, I mean, there are yachting legends as of this year. Um, they were pretty. They said they were disappointed with the silver, but I mean, look, it's it's still an Olympic medal. It's still silver, which is amazing. But they know that they're capable of that gold, and they were really close. Um, what else have we had? Oh, Woman Sevens, they got the gold, which was sick. Felt really happy for them. They had such a sick bunch of wahine to watch on the field and off the field. They're so, their culture that they've created with their team over the years is amazing. So for them to get that gold was a real achievement for them. Um, and then, yeah. Oh, and Tom Walsh. Tom Walsh, as of today, just before recording, he got the bronze for the men's shot put. Um, it's funny with the, with the shot put, last Olympics... Um, it went USA, USA, Tom Walsh uh, for gold, silver, bronze. Exactly the same thing happened five years later at Tokyo. It was USA, Krauser, 
her first place. USA um, Kovacs, second place. And then Tom Walsh, New Zealand, third place. Exactly the same standings with the shot put as of five years ago, which was, I don't know, pretty consistent, I guess, but pretty frustrating for Tom Walsh if you've been trying to get for there for five years to them and uh, didn't, didn't quite get there. But uh, Krauser threw 23 metres and 30 centimetres. Uh, which is like a six centimeters under his world record that he set in um, earlier this year, um, which is crazy. Um, but then, yeah, leads into Lisa Carrington, who is probably she is officially now our most successful athlete uh, at any Olympics. She's now got uh, six medals. She's won five gold medals, and she's also got a bronze. But uh, this Olympics, she won the K one two hundred. Uh, she won the K2 500 and just before she won the K1 500 um, and so that's three golds in one Olympics which is just it's crazy and she's still, still got, got one more K4. event yeah, yeah the K4 she's still got one yeah which is just it's crazy man it's uh, I, I, and she's such a I, I've luckily watched all of them live and she is a, an absolute beast like the way that she gets off the line and manages to just say so consistent in what she's doing is uh it's a, it really is incredible to watch as a um spectator but you know to appreciate uh an athlete like that she is uh as as i heard one of the commentators say it say this <laughs> on one of the things they're like uh in the perf- uh, professional sporting world they like to say the goat and it's just the way they said it was so funny. But Lisa Carrington is officially, you know, well, she is the goat when it comes to um, canoe sprinting. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, that's going to be a highlight for New Zealand over these Olympics. Um, but, I mean, yeah, there's still many days to come. But we're sitting pretty well. I looked just before, and New Zealand is currently sitting in eighth place on the rankings. It's pretty good. Which is sick. We we um our best Olympic record was in Los Angeles, I believe, in ninety two, I think, when we got eight gold medals. So like on, on an Olympic they obviously rank it with golds, right? So that's the best success that we've had, um, in the sense of golds was back then. So we've got seven golds right now, so we could tie it. Um, but then our best, most like our biggest haul of medals was Rio in 2016 with 18 medals, and we're on 17. Yeah, so there's a, a good few l- things at play. There's the K4. There's a few cycling events, none of which we're massively favoured in. No. Um, of course, did you watch the cycling last night? I did watch the cycling oh, last it night, was man. Rough, eh? It was so, rough, and it was, so it, was, it was so hard because they were they came from behind as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. from that start. Yeah. And just as it, it was amazing how that affected the rest of them, right? Because it did, yeah. it completely threw off their momentum. One fell off, oh, you just, and then you the can't, other one. You can't win. You no, can't. you can't. No, not at that yeah. stage in the race, anyway. No, no. But yeah, to, to think that, yeah, Fia just got around that corner and there was just mm. one lap to go, it was. But oh. if the shoe was on the other foot, if we had been down and having to the Aussies, you would you would absolutely take it. So you have to just. Oh, of course. You know, just give it up. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. To think next Thursday we will be Olympicless. Um, I've really enjoyed it. I can tell that you've enjoyed it as well. And, I have. I have. Um, 
in some ways in three years time, you know, if we're not swanning around Paris, uh, <laughs> I think I might try and make a little bit more time for the Olympics. So maybe if I'm working, then have some time off, just actually really respect it as something that I want to engage with and not mm. feel frustrated at missing things or feeling bad for, you know, actively being involved when other stuff's on. Um, if the Olympics aren't your thing, if you're one of our loyal listeners and the Olympics aren't your thing, from next week on, yeah, smooth sailing you for three are, weeks. We are uh, done. <laughs> and we won't apologize because it's something that we're interested in, but we yeah. do understand that it's not everyone's cup of tea. Uh, so thank you for letting us have have a couple of weeks. Um, certainly from a what are you watching perspective, it's basically just been that, man. Olympics. Yep. Yep. Love Island continues to chug along. I caught up uh, with Love Island. Just, oh, Yep. Oh, up to date. Yep, well, of maybe up. we'll talk about that at some other <laughs> other point in time. Yes, 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 um, yes. I'm on to season seven of Game of Thrones. And Oof. last night I was sitting in there and I was thinking, you know what? I think I'm going to enjoy this whole thing the second time around because I know what's coming. Yeah. And in some ways I, I'm kind of watching the character development through the lens of knowing yeah, where they yeah, end yeah, up. Yeah. And in some ways I think that's making it better than mm-hmm. it would have been than it was the first time around. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Next week we'll have we have to come in hot with something other than the Olympics though. That'd be a challenge. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> not enough content in the world to figure out what to watch. Have you seen the Netflix is now being like recommends you things? I'd love to press it one day just to see what it would. Maybe we should do that. Maybe yeah, we, should we should do that. We should see what because yeah, they've got a. Uh, you don't know what to watch? Try this, and it randomly selects you something on Netflix. We should do it one time and see what it does. We should, and we should have to watch what they suggest, and from there we'll, we'll give our reviews. I like that. How's your beer been? Um, yeah, uh, good. It has been good. Um, yeah, like I said, away from the hazies, um, just getting rid of a lot of those tropical notes and a lot more in with the multi hoppy kind of goodness. Um, it's, I mean, it's not, it's not heavy. Hold on, I'm just going to take another sip because I just need to get it in my mouth. Have another sip. Mm. You know, get really form- formulate an opinion. You know, formulating an artistic opinion leads on nicely to where our next episode will be. Uh, it, which, you know, as you form that opinion, I'll say now, uh, our next episode coming out, season three, episode three, is going to be on fine art. So if you're someone that enjoys fine art or you're someone that doesn't enjoy fine art and doesn't get what it's all about, that's what the topic of discussion is going to be. So, um, yeah, tune in for that. That'll be coming out on Monday next week. Uh, and speaking of forming an artistic opinion, how do you feel about your beer? Yeah, good. I'm going to give it a uh, 7.5. Middle of the range or on the seven standards. It's nice. It's actually quite light. Like, when I first started drinking it, I thought it was a stout. I don't like stouts. But it was that kind of like, it was very um, like aerated. It had like a different texture to it, um, which is, is very pleasant in its drinking. Um, but yeah, not my favorite, but very drinkable. They can't all be. Exactly. Um, my, I should, I never said that beer is called Saison du Nectar. Du Nectar. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it a score entirely based off what I gave another beer. I think that it is equally as good as the Garage Project uh, White Noise, which oh, nice. I uh, nice. reviewed on the fir- very first episode of the, this uh, new new season. And I gave the White... Uh, the No, it was called White Mischief, sorry, which white was mischief, a white peach yes, white sour. Mischief. 
and this is a peach and mango sour, so I'm going to give it the same score of 8.4. Wow. You know, I'm not as much in the mood today as I potentially was that episode, but I don't want to give it a lower score just because of the mood I'm in. I think it's as good of a beer. Nice. Uh, particularly out of uh, a brewery that is less less well-known than Garage Project, the North End Brewery, uh, based in... What did I say? Why can I? Yeah, I believe yeah, that's what I? you said. Yeah, uh, yeah. 8.4 from Mind of Things. Pretty good. Nice, nice. Yeah, i got to say as well, same with me, uh, K- Kessels, Cassells, a uh, brand I uh, haven't seen uh, a lot of, and uh, they come down from Christchurch. Um, Ooh. Yeah, so I, I think that might be our first Christchurch brew um, that has given us something. Um, and yeah, very, very good. Unfortunately, I will probably not be drinking your other ones, and that's not to give anything for you for next week. Um, but their other beers are stouts, and I'm right, not that much right. of a stout drinker, so probably won't be selecting those at any point soon to limit our uh, draw even more. Mm, mm. Well, you know what? You can't love, love, love them all, and that's part of what Brulette is here for. You know, we're slowly making our way through. We're slowly reviewing them. Um, you know, and if we gave them all nine point nine, we wouldn't really be doing our job, would we? Yeah, but in saying that, if we gave them all nine point nines, we might get a sponsor one day. True. All right, let's sell out. Saison de Nectar, 9.9. 9.9. Brewery, hit us up. No, 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 we, can't, we can't be doing that. Um, anything else to, to say before we sign off for this week? Uh, oh, I Actually, one race that I wanted to quickly ask you with the Olympics. Did you catch the 400-meter hurdles final? I watched the replay. Yeah, because they are saying that that race is going down in history as one of the like best races, right? Uh, it was pretty crazy. A guy guy from Norway uh, ran a world record. Uh, uh, I think it was about 46, 45. Yeah, it was, it was sub 46 seconds on the 400 meter uh, hurdles. And the remarkable thing about that is that some people in their heats of the normal 400 meters was running that. And he, yeah, he he obliterated the world record. It was just an amazing race. So I just wanted to see if you did catch it because uh, it, it was a it was a highlight on the track for me at least. Uh, that race, I did see it. It is on the Sky Sport YouTube page. If you are a listener and want to <laughs> check it out, uh, yeah. Well, cheers to the Olympics. Cheers, uh, to the Olympics. Cheers, cheers to you and uh, cheers to Morgan and and cheers to another week of the weekly brew. Uh, as I said before. Uh, on Monday coming up, uh, we will have our next episode of Season 3. Episode 3, Fine Art. It's going to be Ooh. an interesting conversation. Mm. Uh, Matt went to the Surrealist Exhibition uh, at Tapapa when he was down here. I have a number of interesting stories to share about relationship with art. So, um, yeah, look forward to that. It's going to be an absolute banger. Um, but for this week, the Weekly Brew, all that's left to be said. So we will see you next time. Peace. I'll be waiting for you to come around Hesitating with my feet stuck in the ground